0: What's cooking, my babies? It's your gumbo master, Wolf the Dog, and I'm here on this early evening on December 6th to cook you up a fresh pot of goo. This gumbo was made with nothing but the discarded shells of river bugs, various types of blood, and celery. Mmm, mmm, makes my tummy rumble just thinking about it. And my tummy is causing reverberations all throughout the galaxy live from 694.2 PTBP. Speaking of my tummy, I'm hungry for love, so you know what time it is. It's time for Howlin' with Wolf. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Eric from New York, who writes, Hello, Adam. I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you've made it to this message, it means you've probably passed where I am in the story. Sorry, Wolfie. I'll get listening ASAP. I hope Catherine, Phoebe, Ripley, and little baby Aurelia are doing great in Maryland. I hope baby Aurelia isn't too traumatized by this ultra-violent podcast. Love from New York, Eric. Well, Eric, I would recommend you inform that baby to not stand too close to the radio when I emit my auditory secretions. I've been known to warp the minds of the young, turning them into disciples who will not stop until my power is absolute. Coochie coochie coo, my little baby babies. Remember, if you want to write up something for your to Howe, Tag at pretending Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Tag Pretending To Be People on Facebook. Sip my kiss, Marky Mark. Or write a five-star review on iTunes and email us at PretendingPod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the show financially over on Patreon.com slash pod. $5 a month instantly unlocks access to seven exclusive bonus episodes. The most recent one is a Q&A episode where Justin even showed up to help answer all the questions you fine folks asked over on the subreddit. But you don't have to even ask questions to your old Wolfie because I already have the answers you seek here on the news. Last time, these overworked, underfed, and overaggressive fucks dressed up vaguely like Burt Macklin from the hit television series, The National Broadcasting Company's Parks and Recreation. And then they said very few words before making it to the office of Bruce Robin, literally over the body of a stylish woman who was thriving in the city as a high-powered PA. Once inside, things did not go any better. Keith Vigna claimed to be from a secret organization called Myriad, Bruce began chanting and reached for his gun. Clock Bishop dove over the table, knocking Bruce over backward in his chair and sending his handgun just out of reach. After a back-and-forth three-on-one fistfight except for the knives and guns, John Lee Kevin Moore the three-and-a-half looked away for just long enough for Bruce to finish his chant and fire his gun into his own head. Taking us now to the most happening place in the city. A fancy chief executive's penthouse office that is completely covered in a sequence of numbers I dare not repeat on these sound waves written in the blood of the almost billionaire Bruce Robin. It's a brand new track from your best of 2019 list. Top artist, Kudzu, with the premiere of this tasty fucking jam, No Back Bone.
1: Have you guys gotten all your Christmas shopping
2: done? Not
3: even close. Nope. nope.
2: <laughs> you and know, it's making me real nervous. We're coming
1: up on that time where your friends realize how much you care about them.
4: <laughs> Joe, you're you're getting
1: nervous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 at
4: this point. Yeah. Thomas is like, you don't know nervous. <laughs> I don't know nervous either, which is why I, <laughs> I do a lot of my shopping between the twenty second and twenty fourth.
2: There was there was one year that I got like three things Christmas Eve, and Ooh. it was just fucking terrifying and awful. <laughs> like you received
1: three presents on Christmas Eve, and it was terrifying and awful. <laughs>
2: no, it that was that I actually
1: get three my ghosts. <laughs> Last
2: year I got four presents that took it away from Christmas Day, and it was so disappointing. <laughs>
1: Luke how many people do you buy presents for My mom, my dad, my sister That's it? Yep So I'm not supposed to get you anything Is that
3: right? Oh I've gotten you guys I have the only thing I've bought so far is for you guys
1: (laughs) That's nice Am I allowed to use Patreon money to get you you guys Christmas gifts? (laughs) (laughs) No The answer is no That'd be a hard write-off. So we were talking when we came in today before we started recording about the numbers, the painfully easy cipher, I believe the episode was yep. titled, and you guys uh, did some work and figured out some of the... Translations. Translations. Even for some of the past numbers that have been in this show, do you guys want to give a rundown of where you're at on that?
3: I did most of the work, so I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, what do you got written down, Joe?
2: Well, so it turned out to be a a pretty simple. um, I think they call it a what? What is an alphabet cipher? Is that what they call it? Substitution (laughs) cipher. So the first ones in the apartment that was kind of ransacked and shitty, uh, we think say Harriet Marks, M A R K S. Which is not a name that rings any bells for any of us. And then the one that Thomas was writing on the desk in blood last episode, uh, was Bruce Robin, the name of the man that had just committed suicide in front of us. But we also remember that back way back, way back in the graveyard, the creepy kind of maybe reminded us of Marvin creatures standing on a mausoleum yelling at us. And he (laughs) started spouting numbers. And in particular, (laughs) he, uh, I, I think he he was referencing me, Clark Bishop, and he did a string of numbers that turned out to spell overseer and we asked Yeah, that's
1: nothing. That doesn't yeah, you probably just translated it. I didn't, I, I didn't it think wrong. anything of it, so
2: yeah. and uh he, we also asked him who who he was and he replied with numbers uh we think spells out D C F B I which is really fucking cool. <laughs> what the hell?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means. So yeah.
2: So we did that off mic. We'll see how that comes out in character. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those numbers clearly. <laughs> Last we left off, we just woke up in a room with numbers. I think it was the Bruce Robin numbers. And oh, yeah, or do we know?
3: And we had written them with Bruce's blood all over, and we're us. naked, unclothed
1: in the office of Bruce Robin, and you are surrounded.
5: Oh fuck! Oh that was my sick. god! <laughs>
2: zach just hit a button on a remote and the lights in this room turned red
4: yeah he got some (laughs) led lights y'all and he he deployed it at a really
1: cool time
2: that was awesome
1: (laughs) you guys are surrounded by blood it smells of deep iron and like soulless humanity in this room and the reason that you came to is because the two double doors leading into this office busted open and three police officers come in as you come to. The officer in the back is a good looking older man with gray hair and I need Clark to roll intelligence.
2: I pass an eight on a 55.
1: I need Thomas and Luke to take off their headphones and plug their ears. Joe. You recognize this man dressed as a city police officer as Leon Simpson of the Circle of Knowledge. Cool. Okay, you guys can come back now. What do you say? This man in the back drops a couple duffel bags on the ground and promptly puts three bullets in each of the other two from the back. They drop to the ground, and he walks into the hall behind him. What the fuck?
2: Leon? I call after him.
1: You then hear a single gunshot from the
2: hallway. Oh shit! Do you know that guy? He's guys. He, he's with the circle. He's 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 on our side. He's with Maggie at least. He's, he just killed two cops though.
4: We're three cops. How's that going to make him feel?
1: I walk over to my clothes and put them back on. Covered in blood, are you going to wipe yourself off before you get your old clothes back on?
4: Tempt. I'd like to put on the clothes of one of the corpses that Leon just made, whichever one is the least
1: bloody. You can change into that, uh, but there will be three bullet holes in the back of the officer's uniform with blood stained on the back of your back. Also, like the blood that's on you is going to seep into that material and stuff. But the gray-haired officer, Leon Simpson, walks back into the office, and he walks up to one of the duffel bags that he dropped on the ground and reaches in. He throws on a nice pair of over-the-ear headphones, pulls a pair of forensics gloves on wipes his gun walks over to bruce robin places the gun in bruce robin's empty hand and begins defacing any writing in the room with numbers on it essentially he's just trying to clean it up and make the room look less esoteric and more uh murder suicide
2: is he playing something in his headphones that we can catch from outside the headphones <laughs> Can we hear the bleed through of sound from his headphones?
1: For the sake of flavor, you can hear uh, some outlaw country being played. I sheepishly take off the dead man's clothes as I see him
4: professionally cleaning up the evidence. And I like lay it in a pile at his feet and shuffle off covering my penis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't acknowledged us, right? I want to do a uh, waving hands in the air in front of him. Leon! Leon!
1: Leon! He takes his headphones off and he's like,
2: Don't fucking touch me! What are you doing here? I gotta clean up. We gotta get out of here. Should we wait for you to clean up then?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, don't spread it around anymore. And he puts his headphones back in and he keeps working.
3: How did you know we were here? He's got his headphones on. He's not paying attention. How did he know we were here? (laughs) I, I guess Maggie could have sent him.
2: That has to be it. He, he's he's w- with a circle. He uh, he helped me before. You guys remember when I got those tranquilizer darts that helped us mind control? Yeah.
3: yeah. I nod over to
2: him. Got him, got him from him. Ooh. Clark is going to go and see if there's something, if I can open his duffel bag and see if there's anything else in there that might help in cleaning.
1: Yeah, he stops and looks over at you just to like gauge what you're doing but when you open it up you see there's some stuff that you could use to help clean up and then also in a second duffel bag he has three city police officer uniforms that are clean and pressed
2: i want to use cleaning supplies in the duffel bag to start cleaning myself yeah
4: i want to do that too yeah i'll let let clark spray me down
1: with, (laughs) (laughs) with some windex and turn And turn. And you guys see when Clark Bishop takes off his uniform and is cleaning himself off. There it is that gaping hole in the middle of Clark Bishop's chest that no matter how many times you look at, you can't get away from the fact that it's horrible (laughs) it's just this like skin tunnel that goes from front to back stop staring guys
4: does it hurt doesn't hurt at all kind of hurts to look at yeah it's pretty gross do you ever put stuff
2: in it (laughs) that's where i keep my extra gun cool (laughs) (laughs) of course it bothers me when i look at it but i don't i don't know what to tell you just put it put a shirt on
4: could i could i put my hand through there and Lift you up like like some kind of Clark handle.
2: Oh, I I don't I, that sounds that sounds like that might hurt. I try it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't lift, but I, I get my fingers.
2: <laughs> like, are you pulling up? No, I'm just gonna. I'm if gonna you just like, touch it, it I'm doesn't just gonna hurt. like poke at your hole. It doesn't hurt when you just kind of touch it. You've done this before, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying I know to, you love I'm, touching my hole. But. I'm just trying to Pillsbury Doughboy, yeah.
1: <laughs> looking over at Leon Simpson, he's rifling through paperwork, and he eventually finds something that he's clearly looking for, and then he brings out a stamp, and you notice that it is a stamp of Bruce Robbins' signature that he is putting on this paperwork, and he's flipping through pages and stamping the bottom right of like every third page.
2: I'm not going to interrupt him, but I want to get around his shoulder and see if I can anything from those documents he's stamping.
1: I think it'd be pretty easy to tell that he is signing over Bruce Robbins' share of Bar Corp to the mill on the other side of the city. I'd like to search for like a personal checkbook
4: or anything like that in Bruce Robbins' effects. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Five.
1: You don't find a personal checkbook, but you do find a handwritten note. What's it say?
4: There's some more numbers. She broke me open and all new things have the power to escort change in the future of good in order to break. Hold on. I'm not reading this right. Let me read it first to myself to get the syntax.
5: <laughs>
4: I hate paying the
1: syntax. Oh. <laughs> That's ri- why Jesus died for me.
3: <laughs> While he's reading that eye rifle through the duffel bag, seeing if there's uh, a belt, because these, whoever these uh, uh, clothes are for is much larger than me. You can,
1: del- uh, del- you can find a belt a belt you can find a belt off one of the dead officers that doesn't have blood all over it cool. so you can get a second belt going sweet that way Keith Wiggins comfortable <laughs> <laughs> my pants aren't
3: falling down anytime soon
1: Thomas you ready to pay the syntax
4: yeah this person rats funny but it's <laughs> it's it's a long sentence uh, she broke me open and all new things have the power to escort change in the future of good in order to break the cycle and find fulfillment in an unquestioning goodness that breaks the relentless tether holding this live a world withstanding itself i can smell my past i can hear the future i am joy i am destruction i am pure death to myriad eleven eight one eight nine five two zero thirteen eleven eight one 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 nine probably not a zero in there but that's a 20 we got that number before. I don't know if we've done anything with it yet. There's also another number down there.
2: Out of character, that is Harriet Marks. That's the same number we saw in the... I guess I could say that in character. That's the same number that was written all over the walls in Bruce Robbins' house. Yeah, yeah,
4: It starts this letter, and then at the end of it, it's written five times, followed by...
2: I got an idea. <laughs> how, how can we decode this? <laughs> what, what if you substituted letters for numbers? <laughs>
3: Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Batman music
5: yeah. Adam West
3: I think it says Harriet Marks
4: yeah and it, it's not written five times it's written six times just the last one's bigger <laughs> hmm and it's is that the same number up at the top there too it sure is what a great role playing experience for providing who's for Harriet Marks all the
1: people
2: I'm gonna pull out my phone
1: yeah I'm gonna need Thomas and Luke to take off their headphones and plug their ears again real quick while he googles Harriet Marks <laughs> Joe, when Clark Bishop pulls out his phone, if you pull out the burner phone, Mm -hmm. you see a text that you've received from the same number as before, and it says, the book your parents died for is still hidden in an undisclosed location.
2: I want to text back, what book, where?
1: All right, you guys are good.
2: Come on back. I'm going to pull out my phone and uh, Google Harriet Marks.
1: There's a recent news story about a freshman at CSU, City State University. (laughs) 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 Unfortunately, she recently committed suicide in her dorm room. She is known as an organizer. And an activist working for pro-union groups. Does it say if she had a major? She would have been a political science major.
4: I'd like to go on um, some of the more elaborate conspiracy theory boards that John Lee Pettymore follows. Absolutely. And see uh, see if any of them are
1: talking about Harriet Marks. Roll a cult for me. Woo! Oh, not unnatural, just a cult.
2: Oh, I was thinking unnatural I Gotcha.
1: Also. Okay, well I
4: failed. I have 10% in a cult.
1: So when you hop on the boards, you find one person who's talking about Harriet Marks and just saying, like, there were discrepancies within the police report about her suicide. Okay. Just
2: asking questions. Oh, yeah. Did it say the, like, the cause of, like, do they do that in suicide? (laughs) Yeah. They wouldn't tell you in a news article how the the suicide occurred. The
1: death happened on December 2nd. Did you know that uh, Harriet Marks showed every sign? God damn it. <laughs>
4: Did you know that... <laughs> Did you know that Harry and Mark showed every sign of a controlled demolition?
5: <laughs>
4: oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we got there, folks. Ooh. It's the friends you make along the way.
1: Jokes are about the journey.
5: <laughs> oh, I, I,
2: I, do, I do a wave hand at Leon. Leon? Yeah? A wave hand. Do you ever... You ever heard of Harriet Harriet Marks?
1: Yeah. Who is she to, to you and us? Well, that's who we're going to see here pretty soon. Will you finish up real quick? We really got to get going. But yeah, she's clearly earlier on in the thread. And then he puts his headphones back on.
2: I turn to the guys. I mean,
3: I, I trust Leon. He's He helped me earlier, so. Okay. Well, I guess let's help him clean up and see where he's taking us. I do that too. Cleaning montage. Cleaning montage finish? Oh, yeah, do it.
1: Oh wow. Red juices are just like falling to the floor, like mixed with like suds from those like handy wipes that come in small little packages that people keep in their purses and bags and such. And you guys finally wipe off the very last bit of blood from your hands and the little wet nap. Is just like completely covered in blood, and you throw the very last one into the trash duffel bag. Do we have a bloody, uh,
4: (laughs) a a bloody
3: suds fight somewhere in that montage?
1: Oh, absolutely. It just like cuts to it, but the lights keep like
3: flashing all crazy, like during those moments. Also, at one point, Keith uh takes a plastic glove and puts it over his head and blows it up uh, with his (laughs) nose, and he's like waving his head around, Howie Mandel style.
1: (laughs) So the montage finishes with the three of you standing wearing city police officer uniforms, freshly pressed and very clean. And Leon Simpson picks up the bags and throws in some paperwork into one of the duffels that's not full of the disgusting blood nappies. Along with your uniforms, you each have a service pistol. Oh, shit. And you hear sirens. And he runs over to the window looking down on the city. And from 17 floors up, you see six police cars roll up to the front. All right. We got to get out of here quick. Lead the way. uh Yeah after you leon leads you into the hallway i
2: assume we're all wearing our uniforms the new uniforms i would hope yeah, so yeah i'll put them on and then real fast as we enter the hall oh did you just say enter the hallway enter the
1: hallway as you guys enter the hallway there's a distinct smell what does it smell like it smells like dead winifred <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no
1: she has exhumed her bowels and Leon does not pay any mind as he walks right over her to the stairwell on the far side of the elevator and begins walking down the stairs. When a
2: friend's dead, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that song, John.
4: Uh, yeah, I was just inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Where are oh, when you dead? That's the kind of music that John Lee Pettymore likes.
1: The stairs go down to floor (laughs) 14. (laughs) No, sorry. The stairs go down to the 12th floor. And when you get to the 12th floor, you have to exit and go into the hallway. And it seems to be like an accounting floor. Uh, there's no one at this point. Uh, all the lights are off. You see a cleaning person on the like far side away from you. And you guys just walk over to the next set of stairs on the other side and begin to head down. I need whoever has the lowest luck to roll luck for me. I have 35. That's, that's me. 20. It's 70. As you guys head down the stairs, you hear the doors open at the bottom of the stairwell, and you hear the chatter of police (laughs) what is this the piston farm all right so you guys (laughs) what do you want to do leon looks at you and he's like we're gonna have to dip off at some point is
4: that where the balls came from originally the piston pig farm no i'm making the same joke as you but like
1: no okay i'm sorry (laughs) You can't just ask me big questions about the campaign as a joke, Thomas. I'm not going to answer them. So yeah, we were literally, we came from a pig farm. You meant the cops come from a pig farm? The cops come from a pig farm. That, that could have been the joke of the whole campaign. <laughs> 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 uh I want to use uh disguise to just
4: act like a cop. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to use being a cop to act like a cop.
1: All right, go ahead and roll disguise and uh
3: Hell yeah, fifteen on a thirty. Can I just roll law to yeah, do that? Yeah, it's like
1: roll law. Damn it.
4: Fifty-four on a fifty.
2: 85 on a 60. Oh fantastic so you
1: guys are like halfway down and he turns and he's like you guys are walking weird we're gonna have to take an elevator (laughs) and he dips out of the stairwell into a new hallway where it's another floor that's empty you know the lights are off nobody's there it's Saturday and also Bruce Robin gave pretty much everyone the, the day off and the weeks off so there's no one in the building essentially so you hit the elevator and as you get to the very bottom you see, as soon as the elevator door opens, the security guard and the secretary who are sitting in the foyer of this large building and the security guard makes direct eye contact with you guys and then grabs his radio and then takes off running in the opposite direction. Clark, you're first act if you would like to do this in combat order.
2: Well, can I just observe what Leon's doing? I'd like to follow his lead as much as possible.
1: Yeah, you can wait for him to go when do he sense he might go on the turn order (laughs) you can see him he's already like reaching for his gun
2: oh he is reaching for his his gun okay then i'm reaching for mine i'm just gonna i'm gonna hold the guy who's running uh, at gunpoint i'm not gonna shoot hey stop stop right there roll off pass a five on a 60 hell
1: yeah the security guard freezes His radio is in one of his hands, hands that are slowly raising into the air, you know, like you do when a cop yells at you. Uh, It's now Leon's turn. Oh, shit. Okay, so he aims his pistol, and as soon as the bullet fires, you hear a (laughs) coming from the radio as if it was an aerosol can that got shot with a BB gun. (laughs) Luke, what are you doing?
3: I hear him fire. I don't see it exactly hit, so I fire on the guy as well. Go ahead and roll firearms. 61 on a 70. Voice. Roll a D10 for damage. It's one of the
1: ones oh, you are just shit, rolled. I'm so stupid. <laughs> How long have we been playing this game?
5: <laughs>
1: one. All right, nice. So uh, you shoot him, and you actually see one of his fingers just his like pinky. fly off. <laughs> Pew! Pew! <laughs> Like it was like a carnival game and you like hit the thing to knock it down, but it was a finger and now it's not on his hand anymore. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, dang. (laughs) Yeah, he yells, dang. Thomas, what is John Lee Pettymore doing? Uh, He's going to try to shoot this guy. Oh, fuck. 74 on a 60. He is like running away and he turns a corner and Leon just turns back and he's like, gone is just as good as dead and he dips like full blown runs to the entrance you actually see that there is only two police officers within sight outside on the other side of the what's that called the the, the ring around the rosy fella that gets you into large like hotels and stuff revolving door. a revolving door and they are going to absolutely notice you guys so Leon stops short about 10 feet in front of the revolving door i wanna i wanna wave at them
4: we need backup did you hear those gunshots get in here quick
1: awesome go ahead and roll law or persuade <laughs> 98. Fail's a fail. Yep. <laughs> they immediately start talking to each other, and then they're going to take cover behind the police car that is right outside. Where are you parked? Round side. Can, Can I, I find per- a side exit? Let's see what happens here. Yeah, he knows. So he's like, yeah, there's a side exit right around here, and you guys dip off to the right, and there's another stairwell on that side with an exit door. Head through there and into the mid-evening on December 6th in the city. Yeah, I'd like to get in that car.
2: Yeah, I'm piling in with
1: Leon. (laughs) You guys all get in the car, Leon gets in the driver's seat, and as soon as he puts the pedal to the medal, you hear a... And baby, we got a motherfucking car chase. Car chase. These two dudes who are outside definitely recognize that you weren't officers, got into their car and are about to chase you Leon through the city.
4: On a scale from one to a hundred, how good of a driver are you, would you say? I would say seventy. Okay, the, uh, me too, so we don't need to switch <laughs> positions or anything. But maybe I could spot for you like uh, like uh, the rally driving teams do. I could call corners and shit for you and tell you where the bad guys are.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Sweet.
1: So, with a city police car right behind you in chase, it is going to start with Clark Bishop's turn. What would you like to do?
2: Hunker down. I don't want to be in the window.
1: Okay, go ahead and roll stealth.
2: Uh fail. 43 on a 30.
1: Okay, you just cannot get your legs. So, like, this whole back seat is just filled with, like, a bunch of tactical gear and all sorts of weird, like devices and machinery and there's all these things that are in the floorboard so your feet can't occupy that space and it's making your head stick up in the window in the back. Keith what are you doing? Is
3: there a shotgun back here? There's a shotgun like in the middle yeah. I grab it roll the window down and shoot at the driver. All right roll firearms. Fail 92
5: on a 70.
1: Oof. As the as the car takes a corner, you just like fire and miss very badly. But thankfully, there are no pedestrians around, no bleak-looking, haggard fools running about, and for you to accidentally shoot Thomas. Can I make like a drive roll to assist him? You or? absolutely can. Okay. Forty-three on a seventy. All right, so he's going to. Oh, he rolled a sixty-seven against a seventy-two.
4: Look out! School bus up ahead. 200 yards on the rat.
1: <laughs> he slides like his back end whips almost touching the school bus and as you guys pass you see just like all these kids with their nasty grubby little fingers on the windows just like looking down like
5: <gasps> Wow.
1: And like I give him a wink, it cuts into slow mo as John Lee Pettymore winks at them out the window, and then it immediately goes back into normal speed as the car just dips away right before the police car behind just slams into the school bus about halfway in between the middle. Oh, no! Oh,
4: hell, hell yeah!
1: <laughs> I manifested that, guys.
4: I just put what I wanted
1: out into the universe and then. That's the secret. I'm going to have whoever has the highest luck roll a luck check on this one.
2: Got a 55.
1: That's you. Go ahead and roll that luck, baby. This is to see if another police car (laughs) is within the area. that's not good. That's a hundo.
4: Oh, fuck. I saw the zero zero was (laughs) That is.
1: We're set. Two police cars immediately Uh are on your tail. Good thing school's (laughs) just getting out. (laughs) (laughs) Clark Bishop. We just learned a great trick. It is your turn.
2: Can I look through the stuff that's in the back seat here for anything that I could throw out the window that would act as, I mean, spiked strip especially, but just something that they would hit that would make their car fucked up.
1: Yeah. Roll search for me. You have a great search. (laughs) I got a 20. I do not pass. You find two pairs of
2: flip-flops. Toss them out the window. (laughs) Take that. Keith, what are
3: you doing? (laughs) I want to. I want. Is to, it really going to? Him? <laughs> Damn it! I want to aim the shotgun. I want to shoot one of the flip-flops out of the air and then shoot at the driver of, <laughs> of the closest car. Like to intimidate them with your yeah, marksmanship? Like, like, like back off, buddy. Yeah, he throws them out. and I just go, and then aim at the driver.
5: And we're we're a traveling again. circus act. <laughs> <laughs> Which well,
4: just demonstrates that we're accurate. And we have ammunition to spare. Like we are. <laughs> Those are two not very
1: intimidating with. factors. Uh, do I need to roll twice. You would need to roll once. And no shortage of footwear. Nine. You do Fuck exactly it. what you called. The flip flop <laughs> actually lands on the windshield with a buckshot like through the middle of it, and then. <laughs> another fire just eviscerates the flip-flop on the windshield as the windshield busts out and you see a spray of blood oh Ooh. intimidated them to death <laughs> i uh roll two d6 thank you
4: we'll here. shit
5: oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck. Snake i'm eyes? so sorry yep. yeah
4: I let him borrow 2 ds I'll take those back and burn them in shame. Uh, yeah, so I got
3: one, a one and a one.
1: The officer turns on the windshield wipers and you see that it wasn't blood that sprayed. They were holding a red smoothie of some sort in <laughs> oh. front of them that happened and to And a explode. jelly donut. Yeah. Oh, my God. yeah. <laughs> And the jelly just flies about through the car and... uh, And now they're real mad. (laughs) (laughs) But he's going to take a negative 20 on the next drive check. So, Thomas, would you like to attempt the same thing or are you going to do something different?
4: Uh, I'll go ahead and try to support again.
1: Fuck, 71 on the 70. Whoa. Oh, he passed and the cop behind failed. So as you are going through an intersection, you've got the red light and he punches it as a semi goes right behind him. And it takes out one of the cop cars, just like rams directly into the trailer of the semi, pretty much taking off the entire top of the car. However, you see the second police car fly around the semi and is still on your tail. Go ahead and Justin better compose some kick ass <laughs> like hillbilly jangle
4: and chase music for this.
5: <laughs>
4: Them contention boys, boys are at it again.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Clark Bishop, top of the lineup. What are we doing?
2: Frustrated that all of his non lethal attempts <laughs> have failed. I'm going to roll down the window and try to shoot out a tire. All right. Roll firearms. A pass, a six on an 80.
1: All right, that is going to give a negative 40 to the drive check of the driver on this next attempt. Keith Vigno, what are we doing?
3: I'm doing the same thing, shooting at the driver again. All righty. 11, good pass. (laughs) Nice.
1: Actually, you know what? On a crit, just describe how the car wrecks when you murder the driver.
3: (laughs) Uh, Well, what I do is I aim the shotgun at the passenger, kill him and then just chuck the shotgun at the driver <laughs> and we're going fast enough that it just impales the driver through the head <laughs> uh, then the, the driver falls on his steering wheel the car takes a sharp right and just starts rolling and then yeah stops it stops <laughs> <laughs> and then it explodes god damn Keith <laughs> Hell yeah! And then I blow off the smoke from my finger gun. <laughs> Those guys were definitely just corrupt cops in the
4: pocket of Marvin Glass, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think they implied. I heard that him it. say that. Let's <laughs> let's. <laughs> Tell ourselves that.
2: I think in our the last time in our past lives, we found out that most of the police force was in Marvin's pocket. You're correct.
4: Okay, so we don't have to feel any kind of way about slaying our brothers <laughs> in arms just indiscriminately.
2: We can just do that all over the streets of the you're, city. <laughs> you're, you're right, John. You're, you're, you
3: got you to be right. That's Whee-hoo! it. And we're going to have fun doing it. Yeah.
1: Let's go ahead and get some sanity checks to see if that rationalization actually <laughs> plays out in your minds or whether you're just saying it out Ooh. loud new no. <laughs>
4: 36 on a 14
2: i fail 13 on an
3: 8 i'm not rolling
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit
2: has that
3: always been an option? No, I have a I th- take back I, my role. I have a thing that... <laughs> Luke
1: doesn't have to roll sanity when He doesn't feel like it. <laughs> 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 when it would be the reason for the sanity is an emotional reason because Keith Vigna has no empathy in his body. <laughs> I have no
3: empathy and I don't care when other people die. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want that. Go crazy. <laughs> And with that, I'm going to have Thomas and Joe
1: leave the room. Luke, Leon drives free and you hear the sirens fade in the distance. But as your heartbeat is calming down, you notice Clark Bishop and John Lee Pettymore have begun diving into themselves mentally, and they both begin murmuring and muttering: two one eight two one three five one eight one five two nine one four. You recognize it as the sequence you are all writing upstairs in the office of Bruce Robin that you have translated and this man i believe Clark told you his name is Leon Simpson he looks at you oh good you're not okay so we got one of you what the f-
3: do you know what about this uh, the we we, do, we do, i've heard that number before uh, we we've seen it it's it, it, it yeah, was, it was all over the place upstairs when I came in. Yeah, I mean, so we we de- deciphered one that we'd seen in Bruce Robin's house um that said Harriet Marks, I think. Um let me think. Uh and I, you know, like jot down what I can remember of that number and yeah. start doing the same thing and I'm uh, it's, it says Bruce Robin. It says Bruce, right? You they're just repeating Bruce Robin over and over. Like, yeah. Right before you showed up, we all the All the numbers on the wall, we, I don't remember doing any of it, but I just kind of snapped out of it and, and, you know, woke up just covered in blood and we looked like we'd written that all over the walls. I don't know. I mean, obviously we, we killed Bruce. Bruce. I don't know why they're chanting it though. Uh, no, 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 I guess uh, we we got in a scuffle with him and then he killed himself. Kill? He shot himself. He shot himself. Okay. Yeah, with his with his gun. I didn't know if you guys had made it look like a suicide before I came in and no. made it look like a murder suicide. No, he uh he killed himself. Do you have any idea why? He was chanting some weird shit. I I, I was expecting him to try to kill us and, and not. I didn't expect him to kill himself. I'm Leon, by the way. I'm. Le- oh shit. <laughs> Uh, Keith, Keith Figna. How did? Oh, you're you're
1: Fergie's brother.
3: Yeah, did that you... must have been a hell of a childhood. Uh, it wasn't fun.
1: Yeah, that uh, guy's did, a dick. Did you know? How would you know him? What do you mean? How did I know him? I'm in the circle of
3: knowledge. Was Fergie in the circle of knowledge? Oh, you really don't know anything, do you? No. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. <laughs> well, that might work out in our favor for now. Can you t- at least tell me that though? Was Fergie in the circle of knowledge? Yeah. Shit! <sighs> Did you know your brother at all? Not really. Not since we were kids. I I just thought he. What is BarCorp? Was Bruce Robin in the Circle of Knowledge? Bruce had his own ideas of what was good
1: to do in this world, but I think he meant well. And you know, Ferguson used him because he was so goddamn smart. But yeah, you know, it's. It's probably better that you learn this from someone else. But y- your your brother is a, I mean, he's a dick, but he's a good man. You know, he's he's working, he's trying to keep the, or he was trying to keep the world safe in a way, in his own way, in our own way. But more and more, I'm starting to question whether or not our version of the world is worth saving.
3: <sighs> Oh, uh, this is... You said we're going to see Harriet Marks. I thought she killed herself. She did kill herself. We got to find out why and what led up to that. What What's important about her, though? Like, she was just a, a kid. And
1: he opens up the glove box right in front of you. I just got a hold of these. He hands you a file folder full of pictures. He's like, I got these recently from the investigation in on Harriet Marks' apparent suicide. I mean, you can see for yourself, spray-painted all over her dorm room.
3: 1522518195518. Have you just have you figured out what that means yet? Well, it is only through death
1: that he may live.
3: Where have I heard that before?
1: And he looks in his rearview mirror at Clark Bishop, who is two, mumbling two, eight one, these two, numbers one, to himself three, over five, and over five, and over. Johnny eight,
3: eight, nine, nine, It's it's only through death that he may live. That's That wasn't a, something that Clark found. It was a, a picture, of, a drawing of, of somebody in a hood and... and Uh, written, scrawled in there over and over and over again, was that, like, what do you know that from? Your partner, Clark Bishop, is not a man. It's more than a man.
1: I don't know if he's always been more than a man, or if it's just his future, or destiny, or I don't even know if I believe in that anymore, but your your partner, Clark Bishop, looking at him still through the rearview mirror, he is a god.
3: He is a savior. Clark? And I look at him and how do you know this? It's been
1: a prophecy within the circle of knowledge for as long as the circle of knowledge has existed. I don't know how to tell you this, but Clark Bishop is the overseer, and he will eventually in the past start circle of knowledge well, like he time travels or, or and at that moment john lee petty Mar, and clark bishop snap out of it <laughs>